we all are able to be grateful, to recognize, and to realize how much God loves us. And now for Hot Chocolate, Part 1, So Grateful for His Love, Part 1. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television, and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. A young lady, she was a Sunday school teacher, and she was just finishing up a lesson on honesty. And she says, do you know where children go if they don't put their money in the collection plate? She asked, and one little boy blurted out, yes, ma'am, they go to the movies. (laughs) Well, I'm taking a little pause from our series on the names of God and something else I wanted to share for a few weeks. And just to give you a little background on how this came about, my daughter Alicia had received a gift, I don't know, maybe maybe a week ago or so, and it's from the Women of Wisdom. They have a little gift-giving program, Secret Sister program, so we don't know who it's from. And so she opened her gift. First, I thought the gift was from me, but then I saw her name on it. I was kind of let down. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, out of curiosity, I went in to watch her as she opened her gift. And it was a beautiful gift. It was a hot chocolate set. And it had different flavors of hot chocolate, some delicious flavors. Then it had these beautiful mugs, had a little rack that held about four or five different hot chocolate mugs. And each mug had a caption on it, had a sentence on it. And each sentence on each mug was so powerful that it just really, it just really struck me. And the Holy Spirit just prompted me a few days later. He said, I want you to teach on the hot chocolate series. Teach a hot chocolate series. <laughs> and so this is going to be the hot chocolate series. The hot chocolate series. I text my daughter, Alicia, to ask her. I said, Alicia, tell me the flavors of the hot chocolate because I would like to share that. But I haven't heard back from her yet. So. <laughs> I was checking one more time. (laughs) I haven't heard back from her, so I have to give you the flavors next time. (laughs) But the first mug we'll deal with today, A.B., if you could put the picture up. This is the first mug that was in the set, and it simply says, So grateful for his love. So grateful for his love. So this is the Hot Chocolate series, and the first message in this series is, So grateful for his love. So grateful, so grateful for his love. Let me read some scriptures and I really want to just share some scriptures with you from the Old and the New Testament that talks about God's love for us. We're so grateful for that love. It's a love that's really beyond our comprehension. It's an incomparable love and we are recipients of that love, beneficiaries of that love. And man, what a massive subject it is 
is sprinkled throughout the Bible. In fact, the whole Bible technically is a love letter written to us. We get a condensed version of it in the Song of Solomon gets real detail there about the love relationship, the drive, the romance, how much God loves us. So we get the epitome of it there in the Song of Solomon. But I just want to share, it's sprinkled, his love is just sprinkled throughout the book, just sprinkled throughout the book. His love is all over it. And we're just so grateful. So this first message is just to take a step back, not to take it for granted, not to go so fast in life, you miss it, but to slow down and recognize it, the wonders of it, the richness of it, the joy of it, and to be grateful for his love, to be grateful for his love. Listen to this, and this is Jeremiah 31.3 says, I love you with an everlasting love. Everlasting means a covenant love, it means a steadfast love, it means a unfailing love, a constant love. This love won't run out. This love won't quit. This love won't disappear on you. It's constant, steady, steadfast. It's eternal. It's an unfailing love that'll never stop. And it's why God is always able to continue to be faithful to us because it's coming out of an everlasting love. And that's why he's so faithful, because that love never ends, it never stops, it's unfailing, it's constant, it's steadfast, it's a covenant love, it's eternal. And his faithfulness is rooted in that love that never ends, it never stops. So I've loved you with an everlasting love. He sets the picture there, I love you with an everlasting love. And he goes on to say, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn you. One translation says, with affection I have drawn you. With kindness, I have drawn you to myself. I love this translation. It says, I have never stopped loving you, and I never will. Expect love, love, and more love. It's from the heart of your father. That's from the heart of your father. We're so grateful for his love. He's never stopped loving us. He never will. Expect love, love, and more love. I remember this was a few years ago trying to think, maybe seven or eight years ago, I took my mother to the doctor's appointment, and they were actually prepping her for surgery. She needed a procedure done, and they were prepping her for surgery, so I took her in. And they did all of the pre-work, all of the paperwork, and they put the hospital band on her wrist, told her what time to report later that week for the operation, for the surgery. And... A few days later, my mother went back to get the surgery. The surgery was canceled because whatever they needed to do, they didn't need to do it any longer. It was gone. It was cleared up. And I remember, I remember riding with my mother, and she still had the hospital ban on where she was supposed to be admitted, never needed to, never had to have it. She said, God really loves me, doesn't he? She said, God really loves me. She understood something deeper was going on there. She understood there was an expression of God's love and his kindness that was being shared with her in her life. I actually heard Bishop Dale about a week ago. He was actually talking about another surgery. I didn't even realize this, and I guess I was too young to know about it. But my mother had a tumor. She had a tumor after her first four children. She had a tumor about the size of a grapefruit. Once again, they needed to do surgery. She went in then, they couldn't find it. 
couldn't find the tumor, so she never had surgery then. So my mother's been walking in a constant expression. She realizes God loves her deeply. He loves her much. And so we all are able to be grateful, to recognize, and to realize how much God loves us, how much God loves us. One of my devotionals had a neat little way of putting it. There's a scripture that says, and it's actually in the Gospel of John, I believe it's chapter 15. I got it written down somewhere, but I won't take time to find it. But it's a neat little scripture, and it says, make yourselves at home in the love of God. Make yourselves at home in the love of God. I love that. This is one of my devotionals. It says, try this little experiment. Get your favorite drink, a cup of coffee, hot chocolate. Hmm, we just happen to be in the hot chocolate series. I didn't plan that. <laughs> or maybe a glass of cold milk. Now choose a favorite snack. Maybe it's time to open that box of cookies you've been eyeing. Ready? Okay, now find the most comfortable place in your house. Or perhaps your favorite place isn't in your house at all. But go there now. Are you comfortable? Breathe deeply. Sip your drink. Nibble on your snack. Close your eyes if you like. Daydream about wonderful things. Bike rides along a cool stream. Fragrant warm breezes after a summer rain. Snowflakes drifting past the window. Are you feeling warm, safe, at home? That's how God wants you to feel in his love. Though the world swirls around you and often drags you into its maelstrom, God's love is always near. Soak it in. Drench yourself in it. Learn its familiar and comforting rhythms. And visit often. God's love is a place you can always call home. I just love that. That's just a, there's a scripture in John 15 in one translation that says, Make yourselves at home in the love of God. Put on your bedroom slippers. Put on your old house robe or coat, the one with holes in it that you like to wear. <laughs> Oh, man, just snuggle up and make yourselves at home in the love of God. You get into a place, there's a place in God where you can get into where you can just get quiet. You can get still. You just start thinking about him. You may talk to him. You may worship a little, you may praise him a little, you may meditate on a few scriptures. But if you sit there long enough in that stillness and just in that quiet, comfortable place, You'll begin to feel the love of God, feel your heart, and feel your spirit, feel your soul. You'll feel his tangible presence embrace you. It's the love of the Father. Make yourselves at home in it. Get comfortable in it. It's always there for you. It's always right by. He loves you so much. He loves you so much that love is there for us to enjoy, for us to draw from. I love that. I love you with an everlasting love and therefore with loving kindness. Have I drawn you? So he even draws us toward him by being so kind to us, by being so gracious to us. He draws us with his kindness. He tugs at your heart and pulls with bands of love, drawing you toward himself. He's so ever kind. 
so every kind. I was reminded of, this used to be my favorite scripture, and I had kind of forgot it. But it's over in the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, verses 7 through 10. It says, The mountains will depart, hills will be removed, but my kindness will never depart from you. My covenant of peace will never be removed. With everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you, saith the Lord. And this is as the days of Noah, this covenant that he made. He said, this is as the covenant that it would never rain upon the earth again. The covenant is just as strong that it will not rain on the earth. My covenant of kindness is that strong to you. I'll never be angry with you again. Oh, man. And that's coming because of Christ Jesus. It was actually a foreshadowing. Isaiah was seeing the day of Christ when Christ would consume all the wrath of God. And he would never be angry at us because Christ took our place. Christ was smitten with the wrath of God so that we wouldn't have to be. He consumed all the wrath of God and took it on himself. And that's why God said, I'll never be angry at you again. Jesus consumed his wrath. Oh, man. Holy Spirit reminded me of that. I had forgotten that. That used to be my favorite verse in the Bible because I found out, man, that's a covenant. This is to him as the rains of Noah is to him. The fact that it'll never rain and flood the earth and destroy the earth by flood, just as weighty and just as important, he lets us know, I'll never stop being kind to you. I'll never stop being gracious to you and merciful to you. Oh, man, so he draws us with his loving kindness. Here's another one. And I just want to renew your mind a little bit to the love of God in our lives. Since we're talking about being so grateful for his love, being so grateful for his love, being so grateful for his love. I just want to admonish you to just take those quiet times just to sit and do nothing but feel his love, just embrace his love. Allow him to embrace you. Allow him to just embrace you. Let him embrace you and fill you with his love. Here's one I love. This is Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7. It says this, says, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because ye were more in number than any other people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But the Lord set his love upon you, in verse 8, but because the Lord loved you. And so he's saying here, the Lord didn't set his love on you because you were such a great people. It says the Lord set his love on you because he loves you. In other words, he's saying, I love you for no other reason than that I love you. And they were looking for a reason why did God love them so much. God answered them. He said, I love you because I love you. I love you because I love you. I love you because I love you. Now, the more I dug into that, I realized there are three reasons. Three reasons why God loves us. Number one, God is love. First John 4, 8. God is love. God is love. It's who he is. It's who he is. So God is love. That's the first reason he loves us because that's who he is. He is love. Second reason he loves us is because he chooses to love us. It's his prerogative. He said, I love you because I love you. <laughs> so he's saying, I choose to love you. It's my prerogative. I can do with my love what I want to do with my love, and I choose to love you. And so God loves us, number one, because he is love. Number two, he loves us because he chooses to love us. It's his prerogative. He chooses to love us. Number three, he loves us because, it actually goes on to say, because of a covenant. He loves us because of a covenant he cut with Abraham. And that covenant 
was actually cut with Christ Jesus, and we are heirs of that covenant because we're the seed of Abraham. So he loves us because of a promise he made to Abraham and a covenant that was ratified through the blood of Jesus. The covenant was made to the seed of Abraham, not seeds, plural, but seed, meaning Christ. And we are in Christ. Now we are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so God loves us because of a covenant promise. He loves us because of a covenant. So he loves us, number one, because he is loved. Number two, because it's his prerogative. He chooses to love us. Number three, because of a covenant. Remember, he said, I've loved you with an everlasting love, which means it's a covenant, unbreakable, unfailing, steadfast, constant love. Oh, man. Woo, I almost jumped straight off. <laughs> Oh, man, God's love is so good. God's love is so good. Oh, man, here's some more. I just wanted to wash you in the Word a little bit and wash you in God's love. Here's one that talks about the greatness of God's love. This one is over in the book of Ephesians. I'm mixing a little New Testament in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, and this is in the Amplified Bible. I want you to hear the greatness of God's love. Listen to this. But God... So rich is he in his mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us, made us alive with Christ, raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So God's love was so strong so intense, so passionate that it literally snatched us out of sin and death. It was almost like it overpowered sin and death. God was so full and the love was pressing him so hard, it literally burst through and snatched us out of sin, snatched us out of death and raised us up and set us with Christ. He was so full, he couldn't contain it. The love was so strong, it swallowed sin, it swallowed death. The love was so powerful, God had to satisfy Father, love that love was so strong, it just burst through. And I began to say, I said, wow, and let me read it, you can hear it. But God, so rich is he in his mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. This thing was so intense, it snatched us out of sin and death. The love was that powerful. It snatched us out of sin and death and set us with Christ. Oh, man. Mm. Man, we're so grateful for his love. We're so grateful for his love. You begin to understand everything that God has done for us. It all roots out of his love for us. It all roots out of his love for us. Everything he's done for us, it all comes back to his love. He redeemed us because he loved us. Saved us because he loved us. Everything roots out of his love. Oh, man. We're so grateful for his love. We're so grateful, so grateful for his love. We may have to do a second one on this mug. I'm not going to rush through these mugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm not going to rush through these mugs.
first of these mugs. These mugs are good. These mugs are good. And so, I mean, this hot chocolate series, I was actually coming out of prayer one day, and the Holy Spirit said, I want you to teach that hot chocolate series. Teach that hot chocolate series. And I must admit, when I looked at the set, I said, man, every slogan on every mug was just so powerful. I was like, my goodness, that's a powerful set. That's a powerful set. And I said, wow. And it just gripped me and grabbed me. And, and that's not normal hot chocolate. <laughs> That's not regular hot chocolate, man. That's some powerful hot chocolate. But I love each cup. Each cup reminds us of something powerful of God's essence and that we'll be sharing in this hot chocolate series. Um, Let me see if anything else I want to share, but I'm going to probably do part two on this one because I don't like to rush it. I got Brother Eddie Lowe witnessing back to me too. (laughs) You don't need but one witness. I guess I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. We'll do part two. I don't want to rush through it because we're so grateful for his love. Man, we're so grateful for his love. We're just so grateful for his love, so grateful for his love. When you really get a revelation of it, when you really soak in it, and it really gets down in your heart and down in your spirit, that love becomes a powerful force in your life. You get to a point where you actually begin to trust that love. And you get a hold of God in a whole new light when you trust the love. You trust his love. David yelled out. He was going through a hard time, and everything changed when he said, Father, I trust in your unfailing love. I trust in your unfailing love. And it changed his life. Changed his life. Changed his life. And there's a level that we've kind of missed out on by not trusting We've known about the love, but have we trusted in it? Have we believed in it? There's a scripture over in the first John chapter four says we've known about the love of God, and now it's time to believe it. Now it's time to trust it. And so we'll share part two of this and then we'll move on through the rest of the hot chocolate mugs. I may go home and have a cup of hot chocolate today. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man, we love you and appreciate you. We love you and appreciate you so much. I just pray that God's love will touch you in a special way. I want you to realize it and feel it in a special way this week. Slow down and just spend a few quiet moments. Just let that love embrace you. Let that love embrace you. Let the love embrace you. Praise God. Amen. Those of you who are watching us by television, I want you to go to Brothers of the Word. Dot com. You can listen to this entire series, the Hot Chocolate series, absolutely free of charge. And this first message, we're so grateful for his love, absolutely free of charge. And you can email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part one of the series titled Hot Chocolate, subtitled So Grateful for His Love. Part one by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7930. That's 7930. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7930 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com.
Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother you need the word. Brothers of the word.